Jed Hoyer and the Chicago Cubs have proven that they are ready to win right now. And some people are upset about that. We got another great show. Let's go, Maddie. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform. You can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Wednesday episode is presented by FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. The Cubs hiring Craig Council is a signal that the Cubs are ready to win and win big. The Cubs on Monday stunned us all by firing David Ross and signing one of the best managers in baseball to a five-year, $40 million deal to lead the Cubs. President Jed Hoyer spoke at the GM meetings on Tuesday, and we're going to share some of those quotes in a few minutes. But, Sam, the Cubs have now made it clear what their intentions are in 2024 and beyond. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, when I hear you do that little, you know, the Cubs have hired Craig Council, I picture the Sunday version of myself listening to that. And looking into the future and saying, what in the world just happened? I mean, I'm still coming down from it. And I've had a, I've had a lot of conversations today via uh, uh, Twitter and the telephone and all this stuff. And a lot of people have been like, Sam, like, it's cool, right? Like, it's cool. But like, is it this big of a deal? And, you know, one point I think I neglected to make on our six shows yesterday (laughs) was that, one thing I think is important to mention is that, and we, we we touched on it, but Craig Council also knows the Cubs very well, and he knows what they don't do well, and he's been exploiting that for five years. So it's like Jed Hoyer went out and just got the guy that has really been poking the holes in this in this brass for a while now formerly with the core and now this new group of guys and the Cubs held their own this year against the Brewers. It wasn't as egregious as it had been, but it's just, I think, I think we almost undersold what that is. What's going to be like is the David Ross to Craig council thing is huge. Then you add in Craig council, leaving the Brewers and coming to you is huge. Do you know what I mean? It's my phone ring. Um, So I think that part of it's really, we have jobs. No, yeah, it was it was a work call. Really, really important. And and I think it just I really think it signals to everybody, and, and there there's already some rhetoric coming out from the GM meetings that the Cubs really mean business right now. And I of course. You know, we've talked about 2024 ever since this this rebuild or retool started and and the proof is starting to go in the pudding. And I think Ty asked a really good question on on the live show Monday night about, you know, 
is there any concern that because they have Craig Council, this guy that could really stretch out a roster and stretch out a budget, that they're going to spend less? And I just don't feel that way at all. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think even Jed's quotes today, which you're going to read, usually GMs don't even touch and talk about big moves and things like that until they happen. So I think everything's trending in, in a really good direction. I'm excited um, later on in the show to talk about the people that don't think that this was the right move because I would like to right. you know, share my words with them. But but you know, my opening monologue is simple. Everything is rosy red and cubby blue right now. And I, I couldn't feel better about where things are at heading into the offseason and the moves. The Cubs were already expected to be competitive in, in 2024. If not, take a next step. If not, contend for the NL Central crown. If not, contend for even more. They've already been mentioned to be active participants in the trade market, active participants in the free agent market. Now you hire the best manager available, and it's go time. It is go time. Sure, it's easier said than done. Sure, we've hinted at that in the past. But Monday changed everything, everything, big, small, in between ticket sales, merchandise, the baseball team. Okay, there's so many other categories, but you don't think that the ticket office isn't placing calls to to fans, then you're mistaken. Well, they are, yeah. If, if you don't think that the Cubs didn't do more online traffic than ever before, you're, you're mistaken. And if you don't think that they got better on the baseball field, then you're gravely mistaken. And, and we're going to talk about that later in the show, including from the media in this city. Have your televisions been broken? Now, I'm starting to draft a theory, Sam. I think in my heart of hearts that if the Cubs made the playoffs last month, I have some news for you. This move still would have happened. I think you might be right. This still would have happened. This brother, Jed Hoyer, (laughs) just made one of the biggest power moves that I could ever remember in my fandom in any sport, much less the Cubs, the team – that we love so deeply that we have already done 320 plus shows about. Yeah. This these last three shows, they're the biggest we've done. Is it even close? I'm not talking metrics. I'm talking impact, analyzing moves that that matter. Right. And the future of this organization has just elevated to a point that we couldn't dream of when we hit the pillow Sunday night. No. Right? No, you're right. No, you're right. And 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 let me let's just talk a little bit about the council piece of this. And and again, we touched on it yesterday, but he wanted to come here. Crazy. Like like that that is a really big piece of this and you know, cuz cuz he easily could have just said, oh, whoa, Hoyer just offered me five for 40. Stevie Cohen, Mets, five for 40. Can you top it? All right, we'll go We'll go six for 50. Jed, six for 50. He could have done that. He didn't do that. He wanted to come here, and, and the reports are st- starting to come out that that's, that played a really big role in that. And he had a little bit of a quote today about, 
was, I don't even think it's worth reading because it was kind of weird. But but the 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 idea of it was big market, big city, ready to win, new resources, new challenge. And and he talked about how important it is to get out of your comfort zone. And sometimes change is hard. Uh, and But ultimately, it's going to work out. And I think this is a move that he probably had been thinking about and wants. I think he wanted something new and, and, and a challenge. And what better challenge and what better atmosphere to do that than at Wrigley Field uh, with the Chicago Cubs, man? It's I, I know it's baseball, and I know – it's the, the manager has a limited impact, but if you've watched our show from July, what was it? July 5th, 2022 up until right now, which, which we have a lot of people that have done that, you know, how important we feel the margins have been. And we know how important we feel the manager. And, and I'll speak for myself a little bit more than Matt. I really did not feel that we had a manager in place that could win a championship. And not only I, it's just, it's a threefold thing. We've removed him. We've added the best guy there and taken that guy from our division rival. It is the grin, the happiness. It's going to last a while. There are a lot of people. I, I tried to read through some of the comments today. There's lots of them. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people are like, Oh, it'll be just two days before Stan, Sam starts whining again, as usual. Uh, fair oh. point. F- fair point. Incorrect. Uh, I'm not going to be complaining. Now I'm going to be upset at certain media members and stay tuned for that in about four minutes. But, (laughs) um, I, I am not, I am going to be in a really pleasant mood as it pertains to this baseball team for a while, because you said it, man, power move. I mean, I'd like to reach out to Jed Hoyer. Well, we might have an opportunity to at some point. So, and I, I think it's bizarre, surreal, wild, whatever adjective you want to use. And I have a lot in my pockets as an English teacher. <laughs> you know, not only have we had that manager discussion, Sam, but you, way more than me, have name dropped the manager they just stole. Many times, yeah. If Craig Council was the manager, then this right. would happen. Now he's literally the manager. Now there's nobody to blame. Well... In terms of dugout decision, dugout tactics, no. No, it's it's on the players. It's on Jed. I mean, we know that this guy can win baseball games, and I'd like to have a stake with him. couple quotes from Hoyer today at the GM meetings. Quote, my job is to figure out how to win as many games as we possibly can in the short term and the long term. And there was nothing about this move that didn't feel like it met that criteria, close quote. Hoyer added, Quote, I like our position, and if there are moves, even big moves, that will help us continue that trajectory, we'll definitely do it. But I don't think it's a signal that somehow we're going to have the biggest and boldest offseason. If we do, it's because things line up for us. And uh, yeah, Sam, any, any instant reaction to that? Because even though we've previewed the, the piece we're going to talk about next segment, I do think it's important to keep in mind when discussing the dynamics of this. This was about winning. At the end of the day, the goal is winning. It's not giving this guy a hard time or doing this guy dirty or paying this guy this much. They want to win championships. Sorry, my air quotes are weird. Uh, uh, You know what I mean? All that uh, doing this guy this and... Giving this guy a hard time. What does that mean? 
It's pro like, sports, like, like we mentioned it, yesterday. It's pro sports. So it, he came out and said that he needed to do what he needed to do uh, uh, to, to win. This was an upgrade. And if if Craig Council became available, wanted to come here, and he didn't make an offer, he would not be doing his job as president of baseball operations. Um, we'll talk about that. As far as the quotes directly, nothing there, nothing there, nothing good, nothing bad, nothing. Let him let let him do let him do what he's going to do. He's not going to come out and say he's going to have a big offseason. I even think the fact that he even touched on it w- w- was a positive sign. But you know, right? Jed Hoyer and Theo Epstein are very good at, at managerial front office speak. They like to lower the expect. You know what I mean? Like, th- th- don't worry about what they say. Worry about what they do come uh, December, come trade season in a couple of weeks, and. Um, yeah, the next six, seven weeks are going to be incredible, I think. No, I, I I, really, before we go to break, I really was concerned about this offseason from my perspective in the sense that, like, what a tough ending and all those high-leverage September episodes. I mean, the blood was rushing to me. I was so excited. And it's it like very oh, intense. We got to go right to, you know, October. And now I, I feel like I'm there again. And it just makes me really excited. Straight ahead, we get into what one writer called David Ross's dismissal, quote, cold-blooded. Stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150.00. In bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use as well. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. And let me tell you this. The McCaskies, Poles, Eberflus, whoever the heck is over there, Warren. Send Hoyer thank you notes, at least. Right. The Bears are an abomination. (laughs) And the Cubs, at least for a week, bailed them out. The Bears are going to line up in orange jerseys Thursday night against the Panthers. Will they win that one? Will they cover? You can do that on the FanDuel app. FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of the LockedOn Podcast Network. Patrick Mooney, Cubs reporter for The Athletic, or perhaps that role was changed to columnist, Sam, is him and Sahadev Sharma, who I I think I've cited them the most, honestly. Yeah, you're fans. In our in our run as the show. But but I have to say this past year, I even thought about publicly tweeting this question. I do wonder if their role as reporter has changed because Patrick Mooney wrote a column on Tuesday calling Ross's dismissal for counsel a, quote, cold-blooded move, close quote, later on in the column. And make no mistake, this is a column. He said that, quote, it will be impossible to airbrush Ross, Ross out of franchise history, considering he was so popular that teammates carried him off the field on their shoulders after Game 7 of the 2016 World Series, close quote. So, Sam, before I turn it to you, 
that paragraph to me encapsulates the the confusion I have over this piece. Yeah. Because who who is airbrushing Ross out? Who? Well, can I just he, add? He to- is forever in Cubs lore. He was only with the Cubs for two years, but this guy hit a home run in Game Seven. Only only you bringing that up would 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 allow us to forget that. I, I'm not going to do that as a Cubs fan for for as as poorly he may have managed the team. That that's that's on you as the writer for making that decision. It just struck me as an odd column on on Tuesday. Well, I think the biggest quote that you haven't mentioned is the talk of culture and family is mostly empty rhetoric. It's not that different here. The manager needs better players. Uh, he he is he he is insinuating that David Ross got blindsided. He shouldn't have. It has nothing to do with who's managing the team, and they just need to get better. It, it, it's a credibility loser for for that for that entire uh, uh, program, the athletic Patrick Woody, because. I've always wondered, and we have on this show, and, and with all due respect, I mean, we'll, we're, we're going to get some clap back for what I'm about to say, and that's fine. It always has felt like the media has been really soft on David Ross, the Cubs media, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. Is that a yes? For the most part. I, I, I think before September, nobody ever asked them hard-hitting questions. Right. Everybody always, you know, anytime I ripped them and I ever talked to somebody that had a, a real position – he, he's a likable guy. He's a friendly guy. They're probably buddies with him. Look, I, I'm just saying that struck me the wrong way. Right. Um, that was not to, to, to sit here. If I'm going to pay for your material and you're going to come at me and insinuate that this wasn't the best move for the Chicago Cubs organization, um, we got a problem, right? You're, you're, you're not seeing it. And look, Everybody has their own opinions, and that's what makes sports great, right? Right. However, there are certain opinions that just aren't acceptable, right? Like, for example, LeBron James, right? Very polarizing guy. You could have your opinion on him. But if you don't think LeBron James is one of the greatest basketball players of all time, your opinion, it doesn't make sense, right? Like, you know what I mean? This is one of those things. You could like David Ross and think he's a great guy, and you could even think that he was being unfairly treated as a manager, and maybe he got the short end of a stick. But to go as far as to insinuate that this isn't a serious upgrade and that the Cubs had to do this, and what other way could they have done it by blindsiding him? I couldn't say, hey, David, it's your job next year unless council got fired or or unless council um, wanted to come here. You can't say that, right? So for anybody to sit here and act like that wasn't, with all due respect, a no-brainer move for the organization is troubling. It's troubling. Yeah, and it's one thing to dish it out like that, you know, in the, the hot take factory or whatever you want to call it. But I guess pushing out a, a, a point that I'm not even seeing no. seems, seems striking to me, you know, that, that we would just dismiss Ross's role forever because of the way this went down you know his playing career and managerial career are two separate things Jed Hoyer will will tell you that next week at the presser he already has he already did in the statement he already did today at the GM meetings what what it's not like he's going to be shunned 
forever. And but and I don't why, care. Like, like right, da- right. David Ross. David Ross was a backup catcher, and he did a really nice job being a backup catcher and a leader for the Cubs. And he was good at coaching John Lester. As a manager, he had a, a solid 2020 in a shortened season, and then struggled. What do you've gotten better? I don't know. But the better options there, my job isn't about David Ross's uh, feelings. And that's not our fans' job. And it's not about right. David Ross's legacy. It's about winning baseball games. Exactly. That's what it's about. Time so, to win. And I don't understand. And I would love to know. And, and to be fair to, to, to Patrick Mooney and whoever else, I didn't read the whole article. But just when he puts, quote, the Cubs way, close quote, reappeared in a cold-blooded move that appeared, you know, David Ross is out of a dream job and made Craig Co- like is he insinuating the Cubs way is is unethical? Like what is what does that mean? Well, the Cubs way was dating back to the is like the the Theo Jet era summarized. Right, but but the way he's using that is saying it in a negative way. Well, yeah, he's the that's that's what he's pushing, sure. You know, like 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 they did this with Renteria for Madden. I know Madden had a little bit more like let, let me ask you this. Here's a great question. Here's a great question that I would love fans to answer uh, or, list, or listeners to answer in the comments. And I'd like to hear you you answer right yeah, now. It, just, it doesn't strike me as cold-blooded, so I'm curious to hear your question. Oh, it's yeah, it's, this has nothing to do. Who, who, are, is, was David Ross a better manager than Rick Renteria? Well, he was here. He had a bigger sample size. Well, I know, but I'm saying I, we watched Rick Renteria with a couple years with the Sox. So we had three years. Like, I, I don't. I would be curious to hear my Sox fans, friends. If anything, it's about the same. Nobody whined when Renteria got went to Renteria got he's he got more you know blindsided than Russ. He got one year, and Renteria's right. job, Renteria's job that year, two thousand and fourteen, was not to win. The team was not ready no, to win no. yet. His job was to develop the young guys. And if you remember, two thousand fourteen, Starlin Castro and Anthony Rizzo were coming off bad two thousand and thirteens, and they exploded. They had really good years. And Solaire came up like he did his job. Yeah, he, he yeah. had it. Like at the end of two thousand and fourteen, the vibes were very, very good around the Cubs. And even if they didn't have Joe Madden, there would have been expectations to win in two thousand and fifteen if they still added John Lester. He was the guy that really got an unfair draw. We're just saying Ross got an unfair draw because we're, we're, we're as you. You said we're we're blending two things that mean exactly. nothing. Yeah. His playing career, this and and by the way, he wasn't Michael Jordan or Walter Payton on the field. That would be one thing where it's like you know he was like what like, like iconic. Ten- yeah, he wasn't he, he iconic. Was, he was, no, he was a, a nice role player for a team right. that won the World Series. Like I wouldn't even say he he I wouldn't even say he was a Steve Kerr type of guy like right. for the Bulls right. like like a like a level under that. What, like, what are we doing? Thank you, David Ross, for being a great leader for the 2016 Cubs and being a great personal catcher to to John Lester and being just a fun, exciting guy. Thanks for for being overall very classy as a manager and representing the team the right way. And good luck in your next endeavor. Let's move on. It's done. So Red Taria did manage again after the Cubs released him for Madden. Will Ross, we get into that next. We're back here on Locked On Cubs. Shout out to the audio peeps in your ears, Apple, Spotify, Sirius XM, and more. Sports Illustrated's Tom Verducci did report uh, late Monday night, David Ross could be a candidate for the Brewers' managerial job. But then Tuesday morning, Ken Rosenthal uh, printed a, a long list of names, and Ross was was not in there. Uh Meanwhile, San Diego Union Tribune reported Ross could get an interview for the Padres job, 
despite the Padres already being far down the road with a few others. And finally, the Athletics Yankees reporter said Ross could fill the bench coach job next to Aaron Boone in the Bronx. I personally think he's going to end up doing a game here and there for ESPN or Apple or something like that, Sam. Uh, so if he, but it's it's clear though that if he does want a job in baseball in twenty four, I, I do think he's going to get one. So what are you most excited about with Council? I for, for me, it's a combination between the lineups um, and then just the game to game grind. I can't wait to see him defend his players. Look, well, he's so smart. Wherever he's a, he's Ross, en- wherever Ross ends up, great. Did you see, by the way, I, I sent this to you late last night. You were probably in REM. Wilson Contreras commenti- <laughs> commenting commenting on, on Instagram about yeah. time to David Ross, and then he deleted it. Yeah, that was that was tough. Oh, man. I mean, you want right. to – these guys, the, the loyalty that some of the fans have to <laughs> – imagine still being a Wilson Contreras fan. I mean, this guy's – I mean, right. you know, you just sometimes in life, you have to say thanks for the memory. And right, and you on. can, and you can't do that. That's the beauty of life. Contreras is going to be on the 2016 statue in a couple As of years, he, and so should David Ross. They both right. should be. Right. And it, and 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 I and I could say that and be happy that both of them aren't going to be on my roster in 2024. That's the beauty of life. And you know what? What I will say is that Jed Hoyer really is good at separating feelings from business. And I really like that about him. And um, at some point this week, we're going to have to talk about this 12-year 264 projection on Bellinger. because Yeah, I think we could do that for Thursday. I want to talk about Otani as well. Oh, Shohei. Uh, Nola. Yamamoto. I think the Cubs... Here's my here's my little preview for Thursday's show, I, and I know this that some organizations do this. They're gonna have a big, you know, like, like you know like how, how people have like a draft board. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have like a free agent slash trade board, and they're gonna be set. This offseason will not be a success unless one of the following, at least one, Ooh, are, let's on, hear this. Uh, are on this team: Otani. Soto, Yamamoto, take a step down a notch or two, Pete Alonso. At least one of those four men will be wearing cubby blue uh, by March 28th at Globe Life, whatever. Uh, well, I think it's Globe that, Life Field. So. Yeah, I think that's I think that's something that they're Where's really going to be. I don't know. And I don't care. I think that's, that's a good prediction. I think that's I think they feel like they at least have to get one of those boxes checked, kind of like the the Swanson Correa, like they had to get that. And then once that's solved, then you supplement it maybe with a Justin Turner, a lower level arm, some relievers, <laughs> you know, right. and then, and then you have a little meeting with council and you say, Hey, the big stuff's done, Craig. Well, nothing's going to be little with him. This no, is no all big time stuff. No, but you know what I mean? The, the big names are done. So now we just need some fillers and you're the best at finding fillers and getting the most out of them. And Jed's going to say, here, you just tell me, man. <laughs> oh, you like you want a little Marcana or something like that? You think that's gonna work? You're gonna get hit. Fine, Ricketts. Right, right, right. Uh, whatever Craig right. says goes, folks. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I want to end off the show just a little bit 
talking about the Apple podcast chart, Sam. Uh, and if you're still listening right now, then you could definitely help us out. Let's reach the top 10 together. Obviously, a lot of interest in the Cubs right now. As of this recording, we are 18th in the United States. 11th. Right? Are we 11th? Yeah. All the Cubs shows are doing really well right now. Wow. Wow. So we're almost in the top 10, dude. So let me just keep doing this. Okay? Sorry. Sorry. So we're almost in the top 10. Let's keep going. Okay. Yeah. All right. So download the show. Send the show to, to somebody that you know that is a Cubs fan. If you haven't rated the show yet, do that. If you haven't left a five-star review, do that. But I did want to quickly go over that we already are on some top 10 lists. As of this recording, we are number six in the UK, seven in China, eight in Germany, and 10 in Belgium. Let's keep moving up some spots <laughs> on the home front. Well, I got a lot of fans in Belgium. That's going to do it for us. Kevin De Bruyne. Thank you so much for checking out this hey, and edition don't forget, of Lockdown and, and, wait, and don't shun the, the YouTube people because if you put YouTube involved, we'd be way higher. We have the biggest YouTube presence. Right, I'm talking show. audio only. Yeah, audio only. Audio only. Yeah, we've been the number one Cubs show on YouTube for since February. Yeah. Right. Uh, but who's keeping track? You give oh. us 20 to 30 minutes, we'll give you all things. <laughs> Apparently the Belgians are. Too, along the way. <laughs> be sure. <laughs> to hit subscribe on YouTube it's your, if it's your first time here this Paul week. Paul Pogba's in Belgium. All off-season long. Smash the like button to support us. Shout out to the audio peeps, Apple, Spotify, Sirius XM, and more. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Lockdown Cubs. <laughs>